0: Welcome back to Spark Sessions podcast. Um, Michelle and I are just continue to be really excited and really grateful for having you on this journey with us. And we, I don't know, we wanted to just connect the two of us without in someone who we're interviewing and reflect a little bit on what these this past couple months have really been like for us. So, um, so welcome back, and we're glad to have you still listening <laughs> to us. Absolutely. I'm
1: excited for us to be able to come together and just, like you said, reflect back on, um, we had 10 interviews. And, you know, when we started, we'll just be completely transparent. We had a list of people that we were thinking about. We didn't know how this was going to go. We didn't know that we were going to get 10. We just kind of had no idea. We had no idea. We we had some things in mind in terms in terms of issues and things we wanted to talk about. Um, and I think today it's just great that you're going to hear us think about where things connected for us, where things resonated with us. So we just um, welcome you all to this to this episode.
0: Yeah. So this might feel a little bit different than what we've done. We've been doing because again, this is just me and Michelle chatting back and forth, and um, and hopefully you'll you'll get a sense of. A little bit, maybe more sense of who we are as people and um, what we believe in, but also kind of our connection, our relationship, because, um, you know, Michelle and I can talk and connect and go on little rants. <laughs> um, and we do that quite often. So anyways, this is just a little bit of a window into into who we are and what we're trying to do with Smart Sessions. And yeah, just as a reminder with this podcast, what we're what we're wanting to do and continue to be hopeful about is to um, showcase and highlight lived experiences of people who are actually taking action to, to make this world better. Folks who have seen an issue or a gap in service or something that just did not sit well with them. And they, instead of just saying to someone like, hey, this really bothers me, these are people who actually stepped up and did something different. So like Michelle said, we interviewed 10 different people this year so far. And I don't know, Michelle, like what are you thinking about in terms of what's really stuck with you with the, the people that we've interviewed so far?
1: Yeah, um, I think the first thing that I think about is, you know, we started knowing that, we were going to interview, that was going to be our platform. Right. And we talked about the importance of lived experiences, but I still think that I wasn't sure how that was going to play out. But as I'm reflecting, it's like, you never really know someone's story until you ask. Mm. And I think that in, in, Every person that we talked to, we invited them to share and they allowed us in um, and really shared their own stories about, like you said, whatever reason was that caused them to do the things that they were doing um, to make, like you said, the world a better place. And for me... I I just really wanted to highlight again, you know, lived experiences and how important they are. And for us to listen to the voices of those both with privilege Mm -hmm. and both with, you know, identities that have. Identities that have been oppressed, right? Yeah. So I think that that's just really, really important um, to to sit and and listen.
0: I agree. And I've been really thinking a lot about you know, both Michelle and I I are white women, right? And like, and we're really honest about that. And we talk about that a lot. And Michelle and I reflect and text back and forth a lot about what that really means. And what does that mean to be on this platform? What does that mean to be in social work? What does that mean to be a social work educator? And then, you know, the responsibility that we have in terms of understanding our our own identities. And then, right, like, and then making sure that we um, that we are not that we're sharing the platform, right, and that we're we're bringing in and highlighting uh, the voices of of individuals who really need to be heard. And um, I don't know, it's been really exciting to me. I, I was thinking back to when you were talking, Michelle. You were talking about something that made me think about um, what Christy Puckett Williams said around that activism really comes out of pain, mm-hmm. and how like we've been able to hear. And first of all what a privilege it is and an honor it is for people to trust us enough to not only talk to you and me michelle but to also let us share that with the people that are listening to our podcast um that they're really willing to say hey this is what happened to me this is who i am this is my lived experience this is what my life has looked like and out of that pain has come activism like i think about holly jackson with with walls of love and like her mm. being so vulnerable and sharing how, you know, her lived experience. I think about Tamika Isaac and that conversation with her and Michaela Penix and how Tamika really put um, such a personal story out there and really talked about how her activism came from pain. And, and really when I think about most everyone that we talk to talk to, some type of pain is what led them to make a change. And, that pain is a really personal thing, and for me, just this reflection time, I've really been thinking about how, gosh, what an honor it's been for the, for people to trust us in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and then when you when you were
1: talking about our own identity, you know, when we talk about identity, that um, when we think about, it's not just you know our race or it's not just our gender. It's very important for us to express our privilege and to let people know that we this isn't about us. We want to center the lives of people with different identities. And when we work with people like you and I, when we teach, when we do what we do, you know, we know that we all have multiple identities, right? And I think that You know, really thinking about the people that we interviewed and the intersectionality and the intersection of those identities and to know, and I guess even with what I was saying earlier, you know, you had mentioned Christy and Tamika and Holly, and they were able to share where they were in situations where they were clearly being discriminated against, or they, you know, implicitly were being um, left out of things, um, and and you know, and Christy's story is just just so powerful. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's important to to remember that. You know, when we talk to people, we can't just see that one identity and Brandon's story, you know, Brandon's story of being privileged as a white man, but being oppressed as a, as a gay man and where his whiteness shows up, he is able to utilize that privilege to make change for that other part of his identity in a corporate setting that is not salient amongst, you know, straight people or, or, or non-people of color. And so I, I really think that that again, is just something that I continue to reflect back on and have us really think about, or maybe the listeners even think about, you know, in what aspects of our own identities, am I oppressed and am I privileged?
0: Yeah, and I think that's super important, especially for those of you who are listening who are social workers. Like I think that we have a a a special and different obligation based on what our code of ethics tell us, you know, tells us to do in terms of social justice and to really to really understand our place in that. And Michelle and I are actually we're just really just talking before we start hit record on this podcast. We were talking about the updated code of ethics that came out of the NASW this summer with really direct language around not only participating in social justice efforts, but also doing deep self-reflection and looking at oneself and one's identity and understanding how you show up, like what you bring Mm -hmm. to the table, what privileges you bring with you. And then what are you going to do about it? Like it's not just, you know, doing a reflection and like talking about it or journaling about it. It's like, okay, think about it and then do something about it. So like even our profession is is getting more direct about calling us in and calling us out in terms of, okay, so you say you're a social worker, then this is what this is really about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And
1: changing those narratives, you know, um, and I think that, each person that we talked to, um, you know, over these last 10 interviews, you know, really allowed us to see that there's so many dynamics and we got called out. I mean, and when I say we, I think, you know, I'll speak for me and, and, and my identities, but I mean, I can't speak for everybody that was listening. So I'm hoping that you heard something. Um, like for instance, when Christy said when you have a decision of whether or not you want to activate, you want to get in and and that's a privilege. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and so and 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 that's the truth. And 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 thinking about how some of us and coming from the profession that we come from, um, and talking about helping. And when is helping helping and when is helping hurting? And one of the lessons that I think that I've really learned, again, is that you cannot go out and try to save the world. That's a white supremacist notion and concept as well. That's right. But you have to what you just said, Chris, like we can't do this work if we've not done our own work. 100%. Our own work. And I think that it is about the time for the power of listening to people that are impacted daily by things yeah. that some of us just will never know how it feels.
0: Absolutely. That makes me think directly of the conversation we have with Allison and um, a conversation around ability and disability mm-hmm. and. You know, I remember growing up, not having any, having heard any conversation about anyone who was, had a different body than mine, right? Mm -hmm. Different abilities than mine. Someone who may be blind or, or deaf or have a physical disability or, or like nothing, like none of those conversations happened. The conversations I remember happening with my family were more around, like, be really grateful that you don't. Instead of people are differently abled.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And so that conversation with Allison really, and, and of course, you know, if you've listened to that episode, you know that I've known Allison for the majority of my life, and she's one of my best friends, um, in full disclosure. But she's also really taught me about taking the blinders off that I have around other areas of, um, of diversity that haven't really even been exposed to because it's not been part of my life. And absolutely thinking about that, the, again, if you haven't listened to the episode, it's a really powerful one, go listen to it. But um, she talks about an interaction that she had with another parent at a park and how that parent had obviously been talking with their child about people who had different levels of ability. and, And I don't know, it was just so powerful. And it just, and it reminded me that we all can do something. None of us can do everything. Like we can't solve all the issues, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's not on us to solve all the Mm -hmm. issues, but rather there's so many ways that we can get involved doing nothing's really, there's not an excuse for it. Like Mm -mm. there's so many things to do.
1: There's there's yeah, there's not. And I think, you know, that, that makes me also think about our conversation with Artie Um, as well and really connecting again experiences that um, we think about diversity we think about different identities and what what Artie shared with us that really connected on so many levels is that justice and equity you know we, we we can't talk about diversity, we can't center diversity without looking at those sorts of, of things. And, yeah. um, and how one's story and how one's lived experience um, was a catalyst for working on more legislative um, bills and, and things you know, now that that may not be for everybody, you know, and Christine told us that that, that's, that's not for everybody. Right. Um, but I think like you said, you know, if we can start inward and we can even change narratives, change how we think, acknowledge and identify and name, we have to start there before we take that step of maybe next. And maybe that a lot of people have just, you know, missed Misstepped. And so I'm yeah. wondering if these stories, like again, for me, we've been doing this work for a while, but what yeah. we wanted and hope that people would hear is just like um, Adrian and Manny shared, yeah. it, it wasn't a designed thing. Like it, it's something like they saw a, a, a social media photograph or they saw, you know, there's something on that. And there's not one way. You know, there's not this roadmap to, to make a difference and to address the inequities and the things that are just not right. And they're not seeing people as humans.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love that the way that Emmanuel and um, Adrienne with Hope Vibes talk about, we just kind of started because it was something that bothered us. We saw that, you know, women who were experiencing homelessness didn't have, uh, products for their for the menstruation and like yes how messed up is that like like at the base level it's something that our bodies do that we can't control and because of a an experience of living without a permanent house or a place to live they didn't have access to products and and Adrian was like that's not okay with me like I can't I don't like this and her and she got called in by a friend to say hey then do something about it. And she's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I didn't sign up to do anything about it. And now they're running this entire nonprofit. I don't know. I, I, I love that too, Michelle. Like I, I like that idea that sometimes we don't always know all the answers. We don't know how it's going to end up, but it's on us to take that step and try to make something happen. Even if it's, if it's just one thing and then, and see where it grows. Like that makes me think about back to the, kind of the beginning when we talked to Toussaint Mm
1: -hmm. and he was
0: talking about having like a farmer's mindset in terms Mm of, of this work. And it's sometimes it's about planting the seeds. Sometimes it's about watering the seeds. Sometimes it's about harvesting, but it's, it's a, it's always about resilience and about sticking to it. It's Mm -hmm. always about taking action and stepping forward and then sticking around. And maybe you don't see the fruits of your labor, Right. That doesn't mean that you don't still do it because. Absolutely. Right.
1: right? Like I said, sorry, you know, it's not about us. It's not about us.
0: No, it's not about us at all. And speaking of like planting seeds and trees and things like that, it makes me think about Meredith Powers Mm -hmm. and the conversation that she had about a subject that I like, quite frankly, y'all I'm, it's so outside of the realm of what I even quite frankly, think about quite a lot, but when she, and so that conversation was about environmental justice yeah. and which is an area of social work that is not new, but it's like we're just now kind of catching up to understanding that in order to care about people and take care of people, we also have to take care of the, the place where we live. Absolutely. And I, Yeah. I thought Dr. Powers did such a great job of really connecting that people in place and the importance of, of taking care of the place for the people. And for Absolutely. People.
1: And again, showing up like in almost every, every interview that there was some conversation about systemic racism or yeah. oppression or whiteness or, you know, capitalism. I mean, so many things that we really have to continue to keep in the forefront of our minds that all of these other you know, I was listening to someone and I and I can't remember. So these are not my words, but I remember that conversation and or listening to a podcast or whatever it was that we can't really talk about all the other isms, all the other isms without talking about racism. And I do feel that, you know, even when we talked to Allison, we talked about access to yeah to blind children of color and how that is very, very different. And, and Mm -hmm. being able to center that and talk about that Um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, it wasn't until we talked to, like you said, Emmanuel and Adrian that we didn't think about, you know, about certain things. So again, I, I just, you know, I'm interested in, in a lot of people's takeaways You know, because our identities also shape probably, well, not probably, it does, what we hear, what we see, what we do. And so I go back to that question of which aspects of my identity, you know, how much space am I taking up in this world with my privilege? Mm, That's a really good question. You know, and I heard that recently um, on a training and it's like, hmm, you know, again, not talking about it doesn't take it away. That's right. That's exactly so. I appreciated the fact that we could name it and talk about a lot of different things around um, oppression and marginalization and um, equity issues and things of that nature. Yeah, me
0: too. And so, you know, hopefully, you all enjoyed that as well. Expect more of that because. Michelle and I, again, as social work educators it's part of the conversation. It's always on the table for us
1: Absolutely. and it will always
0: continue to be on the table And um, we're just going to continue to do the work and keep and keep at this and um, get continue to get called out, called in and uh, called to do things. So I don't know, we just wanted to, to just take a moment to give you some of our thoughts about about how things have gone uh, the past couple months. Um, our incredible producer Meredith, really ask us to take a pause and look at this by season. So we finished season one. And
1: Absolutely. quite frankly,
0: when we started this, I don't know if Michelle or I had any idea that we would get, a, you know, 10 interviewees done and with Meredith's help edited and posted and, and out into this world. But it's been, it's been so fun. It really has. It's a lot of work, but it's, and probably more so work for Meredith than anybody else. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it. It's, it's a joint
1: effort. So, you know, um, the team here, we work really well together and we, um, you know, hope that we're touching people and we're using, you know, different privileges that we have and passions that we have to, to again, highlight the lived experiences and the stories. But yeah, season one is done. We've wrapped up We're just excited for what's to come. So Chris, what are we thinking?
0: So we're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, Well, you guys will, it'll feel like a break to you maybe, but it's not a break to us. We're (laughs) continuing to work. Um, And so we have some ideas for some great conversations and interviews for our next season for season two. And we want to hear from you though. So if there's someone that you know, that is an action taker a change maker they don't have to live in North Carolina they don't have to live um in in the United States we'll talk to anybody like I would love to talk to anyone who is um, making change and just taking action so reach out to us let us know if you have any feedback about our season our first season we're listen we're educators we're used to receiving feedback um so give it to us let us know what you think and please share this, share what we're doing. We want, we want to reach more people and we can do that with your help. So we're just real, real happy, real grateful. And um, just like I said, it's, it continues to be an honor to do this work and uh, Michelle to do this with you. So
1: you too, Chris, It's it's been great. So we look forward to um, being back um, on the air with you all very, very soon.
0: Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll see you soon.
1: Do you know any act? doers that you would like for us to highlight on this podcast if so let us know or if you just want to keep in touch connect with us on instagram and facebook at spark sessions podcast or on twitter at spark session pod
0: thanks y'all